Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat <clears throat> arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Greg, Detroit's love guru, coming to you live, my, uh... Daily show from uh, 12 to 12.30 Eastern Time during your lunch hour. Hopefully, for those in the Eastern uh, aspect, hopefully uh, in the West Coast, it'd be uh, 9 a.m. You'll be just getting to the office or maybe waking your booties up a little bit. Um, I appreciate all the support I've been getting. I, I got a uh, request to cover this topic on the show. And believe me, I need lots of topics, people. What do you want me to cover and help you with. The show is for you, always will be, always has been, okay? I want to help you have uh, the relationship or marriage you've always craved. Also, you know what, about you growing stronger as an individual, growing more confident. That does not mean you, you know, lack in compassion and, um, you know, care and concern for other people. Not at all, okay? And, you know what, you share this live video. Actually, um, You'll get a copy of my PDF slash ebook version. This is the paperback I'm holding up. The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. And it's got a little steamy cover on it. There you go. <laughs> and you get a chance to win an ebook copy of that. I haven't had time yet to announce the winners from yesterday's show, but I will do that uh, shortly after today's show. So share it on your timeline. Check out all my information on my website, theartofrelationships.org. Now, let's get into the topic at hand. You know, the question was, is it cheating? And I'm talking about sexually speaking, okay? The question was posed to me that, you know what, Greg, if my husband doesn't want to have sex with me uh, that often at all, you know what? And I tell him it's important to me. A healthy sex life is important to me. This is a female, not a guy talking, okay? A lot of people, oh, it must be the man, the husband. No, this is the woman. Looking at, is it okay if I tell him that I go out and I'm just looking for sex, okay? I just want sex. I'm not sexually fulfilled in the marriage. And, you know, everything else might be okay, feel okay. But, you know what? I don't feel desired. I don't feel craved. I don't feel like I turned my man on. Is it okay if I go out and have sex with somebody else? Is this considered cheating? My simple answer is, it depends, right? <coughs> Everyone's going to say, you're married, it's cheating. No, 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 no. We don't, society doesn't set up those rules. You set up those rules. You're going to have a lot of people, society, religious organizations, oh, you step out of the marriage, it's cheating. You know, I tell people, I work with swingers. I work with people in open relationships, poly, okay, bisexual couples. You set up the standards what is cheating. They're not dictated by me. They should not be dictated by 
family, friends, or society. It's how you want to live your life as long as you are on the same page. That's crucial. You need to both agree on the terms of what is cheating, what is not cheating, okay? So, with that said, a simple answer is, if your husband is okay, doesn't care to have sex with you, it's not important, if he's okay with you saying, you know what, you go out, get your, uh, you know what, get your rocks off, so to speak, while women don't have rocks, right? Get your jollies, if you will, and get satisfied sexually, I'm okay with that, you know what, then it is not considered cheating. If he is in disagreement, says, I don't want you to do that, that would be considered cheating, okay? It's what rules apply to the confines of your relationship or your marriage, okay? Again, if he disagrees with it and you still want to, my question to you is maybe you need to get out of that marriage, get out of that relationship to a healthier spot where you're able to enjoy a health, healthy, happy sex life. And I know people might jump on me all over, sex isn't everything great. I get that, okay? That's not what I'm saying. And a lot of people that always comes with the, the aspect that sex isn't everything or sex isn't that important, they're the ones that typically have a low sex drive, okay? They're the ones that have a very low sex drive based on, could be hormones, based on their own concept of sex, their own sexual identity, maybe past traumas, rapes. I get all that, okay? But to belittle somebody to have a lively, active sex life, whatever that means, you know what, you should not belittle somebody else. It comes down to the point of, no, a relationship is not all based on sex. You know, what happens if someone is, you know, you know heaven forbid, you know, in a wheelchair, um, an accident, an illness, and it takes care of that? I get that. I'm talking if it is an active, healthy sex life. There are no um, medical issues going on that are creating performance issues. Men, women, you get me on that, okay? Let's throw that out there. Looking at those elements, then, you know what? You have a right to have a healthy, active sex life, whatever that means to you, okay? However, if your partner doesn't want the same or you're on totally two different wavelengths when it comes to desire, and desire is maybe one of the most difficult sexual challenges uh, not only me, other sexual therapists and you know therapists alike um, deal with this, trying to increase the desire. You know, it, there's a lot of aspects. Okay, are they just doing it so they don't lose me? Are they doing it because they have to? And most people do not want to be in a situation where a person just, eh, okay, do me, just let me know when it's done. We don't want to be in that situation, man or woman. Okay, we want to feel desired. We want to feel like our partner loves it, loves having sex and making love with us, craves us, desires us, maybe wants to rip our clothes off. Maybe not all the time, but you get me, okay? So if you're in a situation, you know, where you're not getting your needs met and the other person really doesn't care about that or maybe, you know what, it goes against their essence, then I'm going to tell you, you most likely are in the wrong relationship or wrong marriage, okay? Now, what do you do about it? And you're, I'm going to get people jumping all over me to death do you part and all this stuff. You know what? I get that. I respect your beliefs and values, okay? I want you to be able to step outside of that and tell me, are you, it's okay to be miserable the rest of your life. 
the religious aspects out there. You know what? Would God want you to be miserable the rest of your life? We can throw, you know, left and right and back and forth all over and play the martyr role. I don't think so. I, I don't, and I promote, I will never ever promote somebody being, you know, miserable in a relationship or marriage for the rest of their life, okay? Yes, life is short. Whatever happens to that, again, it's your decision, not mine. I'm just telling you what I don't promote. So, you know, going back to the cheating aspect, you know what? If you both are in disagreement, it is cheating, okay? Um, and that, that could go, you know, you're not going to go to the casino or, you know, cheating can come across, the, you know, it's a trust issue, okay? Cheating, it could be a trust issue. And trust cuts across so many parameters, you know, how money spent, bills are paid, how you spend your time, who you talk to, um, that type of aspect. Uh, doing what you say you're going to do, those type of things, okay? So trust cuts up across those aspects. The simple answer going back to this again, is, you know what, if your, other, if your partner is not okay with it, you know what, and it harms a relationship or marriage, it's going to be considered cheating, okay? I don't set those parameters. Society, religious organizations don't set those parameters. You do, okay? Yes, it's going to tick a lot of people off me saying it. However, you live your life according to you and how you like, as long as it's not hurting yourself, or hurting other people. Yes, I'm politically incorrect. I want what's best for people, okay? You can also make sure you give me a call, 313-614-9498. And I'd love to hear you chime in on those aspects and chime in uh, what you would like uh, to talk about, any issues you happen to take over and, you know, or maybe tackle, if you will. I'll do my best I can in a short amount of time, and I also can throw it up in another um, situation, okay? Um, <laughs> Sherry, what's up, man? Uh, morning. Jessica, hey, what's up, Chicagoland? You got people all over the place. I appreciate it. The right to the commitment in the marriage or relationship comes first. You cheat, you go. And you know what? That, that's a great topic. And that's what I mean, you know, when, it, when I mention it, I hope, you know, I just happen to see the discussion going on below. Like I said, the commitment in the marriage and what that entails is dictated by each individual and each relationship as a whole. Me, myself, you know, I'm in a committed relationship. I'm going to be a one-on-one -on -one situation, okay? That's what I want. And you know what? If you have sex with somebody else, I'm going to deem that as cheating. Same thing with me, you know? If I have sex with somebody else or, you know, you can make out or whatever, not have sex, is that still considered cheating? In my eyes, yes, it is for me. Now, again, if you're in an open relationship and, you know, if I was in an open relationship or a swinger and we had boundaries set and we agreed on it, no, it's not cheating. But when you step outside those parameters of the boundaries that you set for yourselves and the relationship, then it's considered cheating, okay? So you look at those aspects. So the right to, you know, to the commitment and relationship is deemed by each individual. So I get, you know, what the listener or viewer is stating, um, but I don't necessarily agree with it. It's all in the context of the relationship. If you want to commit a relationship, then you need to be with someone that wants to commit a relationship and has the same boundaries. So I apologize. I'm not going to say I disagree with that call, with the discussion individual. I agree with it. 
as long as both people are in the same context, okay? It's how you, you know, design it, how you lay out the boundaries of the marriage and relationships. And, you know, I shouldn't say I disagree with that. I agree with those aspects, and I, I appreciate your um, insights and your comments on that. And I, I'm with you. I, I agree with you. If I'm in a committed relationship and that person cheats on me, I'm going to look at, of course, you know, what did I do to create that? What was I not providing in the relationship? Love, desire, passion, all those aspects, okay? So, and you still do this? You know what? You're probably going to be gone. So, you know, I, I follow your same beliefs out there. And like I said, I don't mention any names out there unless uh, you give me permission to mention your names. So if you hear names out there, you've heard me uh, get permission from these people before, okay? So looking at these aspects, let me go back to it and, you know, based on cheating. You know, what what is cheating? Um, I think I set the parameters already. Simple, cut and dry. They need to be cut and dry for you, not me. You need to talk about it. If there are any questions about what is deemed cheating or breaking trust in a relationship or marriage, you need to talk clearly about those. Those expectations should not be taken for granted. You know what? I expected this and this happened. You know what? You need to open up and talk about the expectations in the marriage or relationship, what they mean to you, how you value them, and what you're not going to stand for or what you're not going to tolerate in a relationship. And unfortunately, you can't hold your partner accountable. The only thing is you can hold yourself accountable. And if your partner does that or whatever, then you hold yourself accountable about what you're going to do with it. Okay? Now, I'm going to go back and cover maybe the second half of the discussion topic that was brought to my attention or, you know, that was brought to me last night in a private message. She mentioned, I get it. You know, she feels like her husband doesn't desire her, doesn't crave her. Um, it's sad. I, you know, I get that. Would I be in a situation where I'd be in that relationship or marriage? No, I would not. I have confidence. I have, you know, healthy self-esteem. Am I perfect? Hell no. We all have insecurities. But I'm not going to be in a situation where I don't feel loved, desired, craved, um, that my partner doesn't want to make love with me or have sex with me on a, whatever it is, a regular basis. We get tired. We get, you know, I get all that. However, when it's all said and done, I'm not going to be there. Peace out, dismissed, okay? Now, before I say that, it's not that simple. I want to look at what am I doing, I just said this, what am I doing to cause you not to desire me? Maybe that you're turned off by me, my attitude, my personality. You know what? Nope, I don't have body odor, so <laughs> I'm pretty clean. So you look at those elements, what am I doing to create that? And I want to work on that, that type of aspect, okay? There, said and done. It's not always easy, okay? So we look at the elements to where, okay, we're going to work on that. Now, my question is to you out there, Everybody out there that is in a relationship that they don't feel desired, they don't feel craved sexually, and that's where the premise of this question comes from, is, you know what, why are you in that situation? First, you know what, always at what's going on, what's going on with that partner? Is there, you know, in this situation, the man, or I'm sorry, the man is not desiring his wife as much at all, okay? So I'm going to look at, number one, Get it out of the way is medical issues. You know, guys age. Is it testosterone issues, thyroid issues, um, diabetes, 
blood pressure. Certain medications can kill a guy's desire, just like they can for ladies, okay? Um, which I, I want to rule that out because you can have a bunch of um, people in this field. You know, I love this field. I, I have a lot of pride, but there are people in this field that should not be in this field. They have no clue, okay? So if you're trying to work with a couple desire issues in this topic, and all of a sudden they go do therapy for 10 sessions, 12 sessions, whatever, and there's no results, no nothing, and they totally ignore the medical issues, you know what? That is um, fraudulent actions, okay? That's a derelict of duty on your part as a professional in the mental health or, you know, field. That's a derelict of duty, people. You need to look at, you know, is it a medical complication? Because there might not need to be any counseling, okay? Yeah, I'm a bad business person, but I want you to get to help that you need as quick as possible and what we can do with that. Now, okay, I'm going to suggest blood work, okay? Now, if the person says, I am turned on by you, I do desire you, I just, I don't know what's going on. I feel, you know, depression can cause this. So I'm looking at all these aspects that create this. Now, you know what? If your partner is just not turned on by you, you know what? What can you do? Is it, let's go there. The physical aspect. A lot of people won't go there. Oh, it's physical. It shouldn't be. It could be a physical aspect. Maybe someone gained significant amount of weight, and the other person hasn't turned on anymore physically. Is that a possibility? Yes. And people are going to look at me, Greg. That's cold. That's you know what? It is. It's human nature. Okay. You can look at it. Is it cold? Is it? I get that. Is it a right or wrong? You know what? I'm not here to judge people nor should you judge people, okay? But you look at, did you let yourself go? Did you, you know what? You're not taking care of yourself health-wise, energy levels, um, that type of aspect. Now, is it emotional why they're not turned down by you? You know, if medical issues are okay, no issues with that. Is it, you know, psychologically? Is it they don't feel connected with you emotionally? Does your husband, boyfriend, um, you know what, they just, they feel like they're not appreciated. They're not, you know, they're taken for granted. They feel like they're only a paycheck, whatever. And this goes for women too. But since this topic was introduced and brought up by a woman, that's where I'm sort of taking this perspective, okay, and looking at what could be causing problems where her husband, boyfriend, does not feel as horny towards her any longer, okay. It hurts, you know. A lot of women... They think guys, you know, should be used to rejection. It hurts us too, uh, big time, when we don't feel like our girlfriend, our wives, whatever partner is turned on by us, okay? It hurts, it sucks, it makes us feel like crap. Why would you feel any different? Not at all. Because women are totally different than men? No, okay? We both feel the same aspects, okay? So we need to go there emotionally. What am I doing? So we work on those aspects. And if we work on that and that person is just not, you know, a totally different level of desire than you do, then you need to do, um, you know what, what do you do to work through those? If he doesn't agree that you're okay to have maybe an open relationship just for sexual purposes, then maybe, you know what, you need to look at what's best for you and what's healthiest for you. And will you be living your life as a martyr um, and be miserable in the relationship? And my question is to your husband or boyfriend, you know what, would that be selfish of you? You'd still want her to stay in the marriage, but you're okay with her being miserable. Is that being selfish on 
his part. You know what? Me, I'm not going to be selfish. If someone is not happy and miserable with me, you know, I'm going to look at what I can do to change that. But if, you know what, all said and done, they're still miserable, I don't want them with me. I don't want to do that to somebody. I don't want to do something. I don't want to do that to myself and be with somebody that I know is miserable being with me. So, yes, we can... There's a lot more dynamics to this. There's financial situations, you know, houses, um, is there kids involved? But, you know what, are you teaching your kids that it's okay to be miserable and to sort of sell yourself out, sort of speak? And again, it's not an easy situation, and it's a situation to where are you also able to look at that you are able to not sell yourself out and what is very important to you and what is crucial to you, you know, for your life, okay? And a lot of people, you don't do this, you don't do that. You know what? Maybe they're telling you that because they don't have the guts or the courage to make those decisions in their own lives. Think about that, okay? Or maybe they're worried about how life affects them, how things would, you know, look upon them, friends, family members, if you do a certain thing. They're worried about how it affects them and not how what you're going through and how things affect you in your life. That's being selfish on their part, okay? Again, you know, look at are there medical complications? Get blood work done, okay? I'm all about that. I want you to highlight those elements and be able to look at those situations to what works best, you know, for you. Cover the medical aspects first. Now, if your boyfriend or husband is reluctant, doesn't want to go, that's going to be up to him. But I want you to hold yourself true. You can't give him ultimatums. They don't work. You give yourself an ultimatum saying, I want to be in a marriage, or you know what, I want to. I'm going to be in a relationship. I'm going to be in a marriage where I feel craved, I feel desired, and I have a, a happy, healthy sex life, and that's important to me, and I'm not going to sell myself out. You can do whatever you want, okay? But I'm telling you what I'm going to do. You're not giving that other person an ultimatum. You're giving yourself an ultimatum, okay? That works different. You need to hold yourself accountable. So work. look at the, you know what, the medical aspect first. When it comes to desire, okay, I, I want to rule out hormone levels, women, you know, estrogen levels. I already mentioned thyroid, diabetes, testosterone levels, um, you know, that type of aspect. What, you know, what is going on? depression aspects you know a lot of people don't realize certain medications kill sexual desire so rule out any medical complications first okay then you want to seek help on the emotional levels what you're not getting what they're not getting is it that aspect is it maybe it has nothing to do with you maybe there's no medical issues maybe the person is you know sort of sad depressed hates their job is miserable constantly stressed about bills money that's going to kill someone's sex drive. Yes, men too, people. And it's ironic how many people I deal with on a weekly basis where women are the ones complaining. They are not feeling desired. They are not getting the sex they want, enough sex, the frequency of sex they want. I'm telling you, these are coming from women, not men. I get it from men, but believe it or not, there's an equal. If not, you know what? 65% of those complaints, not enough sex or feeling desired, are coming from the women. 65%. It's actually in between 65 and 68%. These are my own unofficial stats, okay? I can't speak for anybody else, any other therapy, you know, anything like that. 
this is just about my insights, my stats um, with my own, you know, practice and clients over 18 plus years I've been doing this. Um, so look at those aspects, okay, and hopefully this helps. And you need to question yourself, why would you be in a relationship where your partner doesn't desire you sexually, okay? Again, cheating, they're set up, the parameters are set up by you and your partner. Nobody else. You need to, I don't want them um, implied. I want them very explicitly laid out what they are, what they're not, according to you and your partner, okay? Have that talk. Be an adult. Talk about it, okay? Then, you know what? Then you go on the medical aspect of desire, emotional aspects, you know, all about that. You can sort of, while you're waiting for blood work and all this, talk about the emotional aspects and speak from the heart. You know, I feel, you know, I feel hurt. I don't feel loved by you. I don't feel desired and it sucks. And I want to be desired. I deserve to feel desired, wanted, craved sexually. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> so go on those aspects, okay? Again, it's not easy when you feel hurt, your self-esteem's in the toilet because you don't feel attractive, you know, to your partner. You don't feel attracted at all by your partner or very, very little. Oh, he's only, you know, wants to get, you know, when he's drunk, whatever. That's the only time when you want to have sex. And I'm not saying this individual, but in general, the only time she wants to have sex, Greg, is when she, um gets drunk okay and yeah we look at trauma we look you know I look at all this so it's not as easy the cut and dry cheating aspect that is easy okay you set the parameters and you discuss what they are okay doing anything outside of those would be considered cheating okay stepping out of the boundaries that you set for your relationship or your marriage that would be breaking trust and be considered cheating you know, in a sexual realm, since that's what this topic is about, okay? So you look at those avenues and try to work on them. And if not, you need to work on yourself and look at what is keeping you in that marriage or relationship. I'll never, ever promote people being miserable in a relationship. And I'm not saying, you know, oh, I'm miserable. You wake up one day, you're miserable, and you get out. No, that's not what I'm saying. You work on it, and you try to exhaust everything possible to work on your marriage or relationship before calling it quits, okay? That doesn't mean, oh, I really tried, Greg. It's been a day. It's been two days. I really, really tried. I can't do this anymore. That's not trying, people. And, yes, you can exhaust all your resources and try to get help, seek a professional, whatever. Exhaust your resources because I don't want people living with a regret. What if this? What if that? What if I did this? We've all been there. I've been there. You know, it sucks. You know, it's not, you can't go back on that. So I want you to be able to look at all those aspects, try to work on it. And if you can't, if your partner is unwilling to work with you, you might have your answer right in front of you, okay? So peace and love to everybody. Again, share the live video for a chance to win my uh, book. It's going to be ebook format. This is the paperback. <clears throat> the Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite love and intimacy okay check it out at amazon.com and barnes and nobles as well my website theartofrelationships.org and i am right here live like i am right now monday through friday 12 noon eastern time okay thank you so much for all the support take care people
my boss.